going live. We're live. Yes, yeah. we are. Bang on, bang on four o'clock. Yeah. So happy, happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to HealthyLife.tv. My name's Paul Bercy. With me is Warren Connolly coming to you from Santander in Hungary and Eid Mubarak to all my Muslim friends and brothers and sisters out there. Yeah. Okay. Just turn my phone off, make sure it doesn't. Uh, I've got a habit of leaving it on. So, um, okay. Well, today's uh, going to be interesting for some people. <laughs> yeah. And you'll, you'll see why. Um, today's headline is foods that boost your libido. Now, before we get the foods, there's a bit we've got to cover because it's not, if you don't do these other things, it's pointless to eating the right foods. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. so no we're not talking about watching porn videos or anything like that so uh, don't, don't be too worried um so uh having a sexy <laughs> i guess sexy <laughs> having a healthy sex drive is linked to feeling physically and emotionally healthy so it's not just down mm -hmm. to what you eat so it's no surprise that the food you eat um, do have a role in boosting your sex life. But as I say, let's a healthy, talk. Sex, a healthy sex life. Healthy sex life, yeah, absolutely. We can all have an unhealthy sex life. But yeah. let's, have health, let's have a healthy one. Yeah. So, Some people um, do have unhealthy sex lives, but we, you know, we talk about healthy sex lives, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, a nutritious, nutritious diet can uh, benefit your sex life in many different ways. So the first one is obviously an obvious one. It's uh, boosting your libido. Uh, second thing is improving your blood flow and heart health. Again, very, very important. You want a healthy heart for this? Yeah, of course. Okay. Ticker needs to keep ticking, right? Absolutely. Not, yeah, not stop midway. Anyway, um, and, imp and improving your stamina. So, midway what, Paul? Sorry? Midway what? <laughs> midway. Midway is an island in the Pacific. I know that, yeah. <laughs> you don't want so, to take a thing in midway, that's for sure. <laughs> so, um, eating a diet rich in vegetables and lean proteins, low in um, foods that contain sugar and saturated fats, can also help to prevent disorders that affect your libido, like metabolic syndrome, which you're very familiar with. Mm -hmm. Would you like to just quickly say what that is? That's basically when you, your body no longer cooperates when it comes to um, effectively being able to keep you healthy and lean and everything else. So your body basically starts to fight against that. Okay. Much. And also hormonal conditions. So now before we go any further, let's, let's set the scene here. Right? No, we're not talking about um, organising a romantic dinner or a bedroom scene, all right? But the other preparation, let's call it the setup, all right? So the setup is what we're used to, it's what we talk about all the time. Um, and because there are other ways of boosting your libido or, or helping your whole body to, uh, to function correctly. And there are plenty of options. So call this um, preparing the soil. Or at least <laughs> setting the scene, setting the plan, scene. planning the war or battle. All right. What do I mean? Well, there's certain things you've got to do because if, you, as I say, if you don't do them, then um, 
things aren't going to work for you. So there are plenty of options for increasing your sex drive beyond the use of aphrodisiacs or medical intervention. So what do you think the first one is, Warren? I have no, no idea where you're going here, so. <laughs> <laughs> Getting enough sleep. <laughs> so it's, it's important. Sleep is incredibly important for your health, including your sex life or your sex drive. Um, one study that, lo <laughs> that longer sleep duration was correlated with greater sexual desire. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'll say no more, but yeah, definitely. Well, I'm, re I'm ready to become Rip Van Winkle, so. <laughs> <laughs> now, an another study emphasised the connection between sleep quality and sexual function, um, concluding that shorter sleep duration and insomnia were both associated with decreased sexual function. So, and, and obviously, if you abuse the alcohol or drugs and things like that, it could really affect it. Um, it is different for everyone, um, but so we're generalising here. So well, also, 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 like you, you just you just touched on it, Jeff. When people that struggle with insomnia, they do not often, but some people do turn to drugs or alcohol or something like that because, or excessive tobacco for that matter, yeah, you know, to to help with the, with the insomnia, and then yeah. it's yeah, and then that just compounds the whole impact of it, yeah, you know, on your mm -hmm. libido. Absolutely. So when it comes to boosting your libido, getting enough sleep is a great first step. And that, we would suggest yeah. that um, if you're having challenges. Some people don't have any challenges. Some people do. Um, some people can continue doing everything wrong and still not have any challenges. Yeah. Other people can do everything right and have challenges. So there's no easy way of doing this. You have to test and tweak and review and Take a look as, at things. Take a look yeah, as with anything in life, right? I mean, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes we we go through a whole lifetime trying to find the solution for us in all in any area of our life. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, think because you try it one way, it doesn't work for you. It's not going to help. Yeah, you know, or nothing will help. There's there's other ways to do it. Absolutely. Second thing is reducing your stress levels. We we think it's a pretty obvious one if you think about it. Because um, if you've got a lot of drama in your life or lots of things that are happening maybe you're unfortunate that someone's died or anything like that you know it is going to affect things and, and really to be fair you're not even going to be thinking about that but um well um, some people yeah some people they they do they, they they get a bit of a a kick out of out of drama and things like this you know they they actually in not a kick and such but hormonally speaking they kind of some people get revved up with that you know they they the darker side of life it kind of gets them a little bit more amorous or their libido and their sex, sex drive increases because it's, but that's not necessarily a healthy sex drive, but it does, yeah. it does happen though still. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, stress can have a very negative effect on a lot of aspects of your health, including your sex drive. Um, as I say, it's not the same, it's not the same for everyone. A recent study found that a correlation between job stress and female, female sexual satisfaction uh, meaning any extra stress may be dropping your libido down even further. You know, it, it, again, it is an individual thing. So uh, it's not just uh, for, 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 you know, for, for a certain group of people because we don't know, because we don't, we don't talk to the individual involved. And, and uh, unless we do, we won't know. But um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so you can take act active steps to reduce your stress levels. And this may help boost your sex drive. And, you know, and, uh, as I said, I said in void, void drama. What I mean is really excessive drama, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Domestic violence, all these yeah. types of things all, all would come under that thing. Um, what about checking your medications? Now, I don't take any medications. What about you, Warren? Do you take any medications? I don't remember when was the last time I took any medication. Oh, yeah. I took, I yeah. took, in the last year, I took two paracetamols for a headache once, you know, and that's it. I don't. Uh, I, I remember the last time I took when I was when I was in hospital for my my shattered arm. All right. Doctors, I had prescriptions that I had to take, and that was I think that was maybe the last time I took any medication. Yeah. Take the pain. Take the pain. Right. <laughs> anyway, yes. <laughs> So a study suggests that antidepressants may be linked to lower sex desire. Definitely. Um, I only took them once, and that was because of a, a, a split. So that really didn't come into it. I don't never. I wasn't. I wasn't on them long enough to find out. But um, all I found out that I was going around with my eyes dilated, and you know, people. Oh, really? People would comment on it. So I thought, well, I'm not. I'm not taking these anymore. I'd rather, I'd rather suffer. So, um, anyway. <laughs> exercise. Exercise is another fantastic way to increase your libido. It is indeed. And they suggest resistance training. Would that be – would you can – you, can you see that? Well, the reason why that would be suggested is because resistance training is going to help to boost your testosterone levels. Yeah. And – Spot on. Yeah. I think we all know that testosterone increased testosterone levels helps with our libido. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so even yeah. when you're eating certain foods, they have yeah, you know, they have nutrients in them that help to boost that as well. So not all of them, but they are they are linked in any case. So yeah. <laughs> well, one study found that in women, um, it uh, resistance training may increase sexual desire and excitement. Uh, with and the people that are suffering from polycystic ovary syndrome. So, oh, oh, yeah, wow. I mean, you know, yeah, but um, PCOS as the acronym. PCOS, yeah, I've got that. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, uh, and of course, exercise is a great way to remove stress, which we already know can help boost your sex drive. I wouldn't say marathon running would. Uh, I, would. I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think yeah. the desire for anything yeah. else. Yeah. Go away and leave me alone. <laughs> right, so uh, the other thing is acupuncture may be a potential method for boosting sex drive, but yeah. they say women. They don't mention men. I wonder why. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. I, I've, had plenty, I've had plenty acupuncture in my time, and I don't. I can't say definitely if it did help my libido or not. But no, I, I, you know, again, the only one time I've had. I've only one time I've had acupuncture, and I quite enjoyed it. But uh, I didn't enjoy that much. <laughs> so, uh, so um, acupuncture may help reduce anxiety, stress, and insomnia. So all of which can be underlying cause of a decrease in libido. So, so if you're not ready to, to try acupuncture, then do uh, do massage. Every, everything's linked, eh? One oh, way or the other, either directly or indirectly. It doesn't take many. It doesn't take many um, levels bef before you realize that everything, anything, and everything is connected to everything else. And even worse, 
Well, no, not even worse. But I mean, it's um, because I'm doing, you know, I'm doing a, a course at the moment. And the first part of the course for, for a month is all about digestion. And uh, it seems that digestion um, is the key to everything. <laughs> or to most things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very important. Um, so, as I say, if you're not ready to try acupuncture, then massage, I would say. Um, and, then, and then again, if, if, your, if your digestion is not good, acupuncture is a great tool for that as well. Yes. Yep. Remember, if you're di di to digest food, it takes a lot of energy for your body to be able to, to, to digest food, the process itself. <clears throat> and, yeah, if your digestion is not good, it's going to take even more energy from you. So, really, chewing helps your sex drive then. <laughs> there we go. See, it's yeah, linked. See, it's it's linked. Right. Who would have thought that? Chewing helps improve the sex <laughs> <laughs> That's all linked out. Right. <laughs> a 2000, 2008 study showed that simply touching your partner can help re reduce stress. Okay. Meaning, just touching your partner. Oh, definitely. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Meaning a quick massage might yeah. help boost your libido. But this this is also why hugs are so imperative as well. Absolutely. Hugging an individual is so key. Now, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we can't go freely hugging people these days, unfortunately. But in order for the average person, this is a little bit of a sidebar here, yeah? but in order for the average person to actually emotionally grow and keep growing, you need around about 25 hugs a day. You could employ someone to give you a hug, couldn't you? Really, if you yeah, had, good, yeah, you could have a you could have a yeah, house boy or a mate, a hug partner. Yeah, partner. Yeah. Would you be a hug partner? Yeah. I've look. I've I've got I've got some some close male friends who and we hug all the time. Whenever we if we see each other, we yeah, hug. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I've got no no issues with that at all. And unfortunately, nothing <laughs> with hugging these days. But yeah, yeah, it's all linked. Remember, it's all linked, eh? <laughs> yeah, but the other the other thing that comes to mind is intimacy. Uh-huh. So I'm not gonna say any more than that. I'm just saying I'm just throwing that word out there. So um now when we're talking about massage, and oh, yeah. be careful how I say this because I really don't want it to come across the wrong way. Okay. Is wearing the plastic gloves you do the washing up in really doesn't cut it. All right. <laughs> so it's gotta be skin on skin when we talk about massage, right? <laughs> Wearing plastic <laughs> and a word of word of caution for everyone. You actually show, when you do a massage, you have to show some interest as well. It's not just the massage because that helps, you know. Uh, but you, you, you're hundred percent right. I mean, sometimes yeah. you know, sometimes I, I do like massage for my clients and things like yeah. that, and I'm not I'm not massaging them on you know skin on skin. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm I need to massage them with their top on or something like that. Because yeah, you know, it's just more appropriate, but it doesn't have the same impact on the person. Uh, it's it doesn't, but still, it's okay. It's beneficial. Mm -hmm. And you're 100 percent right. Touching your partner, just a, a gentle touch, can really, really stimulate you. Just you know, it's so yeah. Try it. Be cheeky with each other. God, I'd have to find someone first. But I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll write it in my notebook. <laughs> Warren said, "Right, um, practice, practice mindfulness. Okay, believe it or not, learning to be mindful and present. We, we spoke about that quite a bit, don't we? About being present can have a major effect on your sex drive. Paying attention to people, 
<laughs> you know? Yeah. More, I'm yeah. paying attention though. <laughs> For those that are not watching, I was kind of looking, drifted off to the side, not paying attention, not being present. But yeah, it's, look, you, you're right. I mean, <laughs> I did have one really profound effect. I, uh, whether I had the effect on her or she had the effect on me, and it was from seeing somebody that I had known before that I hadn't seen for a long time, a female friend. And uh, I saw her for the first time. And the moment we locked eyes, it was like that immediate, like we were in that space with each other. We were 100% present with each other in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it had such an impact on us. It really did on both of us. So yeah, it's very powerful. But what, what I actually said on, on, on what I was reading, I mean, you haven't got time to go through everything, but my mindfulness is a wonderful tool for reducing stress. Research mm. suggests that mindfulness therapy significantly improves sexual desire in women. Mindfulness therapy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure it is in men as well, but we, we probably wouldn't admit to doing that, would we? So, um, we wouldn't be so weak now, would we? No, I mean, it sounds, sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm actually concentrating on women, but I really, I really am not. <laughs> trying to make it easier for you men. Us, yeah, we're giving the guys a tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we look after them, they look after us. Yeah. And I don't mean that selfishly. I mean, I just yeah, mean. But that's that's yeah. a symbiotic thing. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing is trying yoga. I mean, I've never done yoga. Have you done yoga? I'm sure you yeah. have. My wife is a yogi, so yes. Oh, there you go. She's a yogi, <laughs> yogi bear. I have no choice. <laughs> no, in the beginning, Shaman. In the beginning, when Andrea was was exploring practicing yoga, I used to go with her and and as you know, support her and also explore myself. And I appreciate yoga; I really do. I've done I've done different types of yoga with her, and um, I really do appreciate it. And I practice some yoga exercises and moves almost every day, but generally, I just uh, it's too sedate for me. Now we're nearly there with the food, so the, so people have gone looked at the headline. Okay. Yeah, because nearly there. Yeah. Nearly there. Food. I mean, look, exercise, yeah. stress relief, mindfulness. This is all food. It's Absolutely. mental, physical food for your libido. It really is. It doesn't. Food doesn't have to be a physical thing. Yeah, it's this is we're talking about energy here as well. So and food mm -hmm. is energy, right? Yeah. So, a 2010 study concluded that 12 weeks of yoga practice led to significant improvement in all areas. Now, have you heard this before? The female sexual function index. Female sexual function FSFI. Uh, yeah. Enlighten, you know I mean? enlighten us, please. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I hadn't heard this, but you'll see why you have, but you haven't. Um, areas measured including desire, arousal, lubrication, orgasm, Orgasm, yeah. Satisfaction and pain during sexual activity. So, okay. It had a lot. I mean, you could get stressful for just thinking about all this, couldn't you? <laughs> See, this is this is this is the difficulty for for the ladies is that it, for us guys, it's just it's typically very simple. Unfortunately, yeah. for ladies, it's not always that that simple. Well, they're not. They, you know, they, they, they have. We are simple, aren't we? At the end yeah, of the day, but also women have so many more moving parts. When it comes to libido and things like mm -hmm. that, it, you know, it's it's like you drive, and no disrespect to any car make, auto car makers or anything like that, 
But if you drive a Mazda, okay, it's pretty simple compared to driving a BMW or an Alfa Romeo for that for that matter. It's a lot more complicated. Okay? There's a lot more moving parts involved. Mm -hmm. More events, yeah, because there's a lot more moving parts involved. So it's yeah, it's the same thing with guys and women. We just I'm, yes. I wouldn't take offense about what you said because I'm driving one of those simple cars at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, these seven foods that we're going to talk about now are packed with nutrients that can peak your libido and may improve overall health too. So the first, what do you think the first one's going to be? <laughs> no, I'll tell you the reason. No, I'll tell you the reason why. Because most people, when they talk about food aphrodisiacs, talk about this this one thing. Avocados? <laughs> it's not on the list, but I would add it to it, you know. Avocados. Oysters. Yeah, yeah oysters, yeah. So um, now you've probably heard them. Uh, most, got most shellfish. Sorry? Most shellfish. Yeah, I was going yeah, to come to that. But um, what do you know the reason why? The reason well, why that's top of the list? Not because it potentially can, can um, harvest oysters, but... Uh, I don't know. I mean, not pearls. I mean, pearls. But uh, oh, yeah, that can help as well. <laughs> yeah, if a woman thinks that there's maybe a pearl inside there, there's no going. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm joking. Sorry, lady. No, the reason but, is, yeah. is zinc. It's high. Zinc, yes. It's the high. One of the highest foods of zinc that includes zinc, and it, and what zinc does, it increases blood flow. Mm -hmm. So these foods are basically mainly surrounding blood flow. Okay, um, I say it may aid blood flow. That's all it says um, to the sex organs. Zinc may be especially important in male fertility as it helps regulate testosterone levels. Okay, so straight away, there's two things there that are very important, aren't they? So, see, it's all linked. Yeah. Okay, and, and obviously, a lack of zinc has a negative effect on testosterone levels. Um, Oysters contain more zinc than any other food source, with one serving pr providing 673% of your daily recommended allowance or value or whatever you want to call it. Wow. So, wow. so you can see why. So that's why it's always been promoted as the uh, number one thing. Can you overdose it? Can you over? What are the, what are the I'm sure points? you can. I'm sure you can. I mean, it's you know, I say it doesn't say what what one serving is. So I think a couple of oysters a day will do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so if you're not a fan of mollusks, try lobster and crab instead. Mollusks. I haven't heard that term for so many years. Yeah. What crabs? Mollusks. Oh, sorry. Right, so if you're very, uh, not a fan of mollusks, try lobster and crab. Uh, both types of shellfish are loaded with zinc. So for those people that uh, don't eat seafood, um, sources of zinc include beef, pork, would you believe baked beans, although there's lots of sugar in baked beans, as you know, uh, pumpkin seeds, and cereals fortified with zinc. So the ones that drew, drew me... Drew me there was pumpkin seeds actually. So yeah, I, I eat pumpkin seeds almost pretty much every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the foods on the lists that you that you're going to go through you know, that anybody you, there's I mean there's uh, there's more than what you're going to go through, but a lot of those foods I eat almost every day. <laughs> so no, just just very quickly with with oysters then um, it, it assists a blood flow, 
uh, assists hormone levels, it assists testosterone levels, and um, there was one other thing I can't remember what it was, but um, but yeah, I mean that's 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 enough in itself. So try some oysters, see if you like them. Blood flow, blood flow. Yeah. Um, now we move on to meat. Funny enough, now I always say, look, whatever we do in this life when we're talking about eating, it has to be there has to be a real good um, variety of things that you eat. You have to eat every, every bit of everything. That's the, how I see it. And not only that, but you have to eat quality. Right? It's no good eating horrible bits of meat. It's got to be got to be quality meat, and that way you can cut down on the amount of meat you eat. So, yeah, you're right. Variety, quality, and what I call, as you know, my favourite word, synergy. All right. So, um, now going back to to right, going back to meat. So we're talking about beef, chicken, and pork, basically. All right. So again, good cuts, good cuts of meat, and it helps blood flow. That's the reason why, you know. Now we know that if, with excessive meat eating, it can cause you problems with your uh, colon and things like that. So, you know, again, be sensible with it. Um, now, what what does uh, meat contain? Carnitin. Do you know what that is? Carnitin. Yeah. I can't. I, I wouldn't be able to give you the Wikipedia version of what carnitin is. So it's an amino acid. That's that's oh, all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Yeah, and it's uh, an ammonium com compound. So the other one is arginine, which is, is quite oh. well promoted within the uh, um, health foods and things like that, isn't it? And yeah. Another amino acid. Uh, it, it, what it does, it makes nitric oxide. And what that does, uh, it helps relax and open the blood vessels. That's why you see it on a lot of products. And obviously zinc we've sp spoken about. So, smooth blood flow is crucial to your uh, sexual response um, in pe people of all genders. So, it uh, goes right across the board. Um, the arginine can help treat mild to moderate erectile dif dysfunction. So, that's another thing it does. Um, probably because it uh, relaxes and opens the blood vessels. But um, vegetarian diet as well is good. Whole grains. Now, again, you have to look at the whole thing because whatever you're dealing with, with your health, you have to look at it, you look at every direction. So it may be that you can't have healthy whole grains. It could be that you can't have dairy. Yeah. Because dairy is in there as well, with, like with cheese and cheese and uh, milk. Okay. But it doesn't mean it's healthy. It's, you that's can right. Have, yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm making it available. We're talking about purely about, you know, um, sexual health. But it could be adverse for other parts of your health. So, again, you'd have to sit down with 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 a nutritionist. So, the next thing is salmon. Well, we all know salmon's good for you, and the reason being that salmon is so good for you is because it's heart healthy, because it has omega three fatty acids, right? And again, um, you can also have sardines, tuna, halibut, and there's other other ones as well. Pelagic fish, yeah. And um, just, just for those folks that don't really understand why omega three fatty acids is, is important when it comes, and you know, as Paul mentioned with reference to the salmon, 
<coughs> because a good balance of omega-3s in your diet, it helps with your central nervous system amongst many other things. Yes, yeah. So if your central nervous system is stimulated with healthy fatty acids, you know, omega-3 fatty acids like DHEA, EPA, then, you know, you this is going to help with everything else, your heart, your kidneys, your lungs, your digestive tract, your sexual organs. So it's going to benefit everything. And there is going to be a difference between farm salmon and salmon from somewhere like um, Alaska or Australia. <laughs> I, can the, I can see the map, but I just couldn't think. Yeah, Alaska and, and like Norwegian, Norway, and yeah. Iceland. Even, even in Norway as well. Most most of the Norwegian salmon you get today is is farmed. Just yeah, you can still, you can see, they still fish for it as well. They still do. True, it. true, true. North Atlantic. Yeah. But just as a word of caution with, with people that. Because people do like the idea of eating salmon, okay? Um, if your salmon is a very light, is a light pink, it's a farmed salmon, and when it's farmed, it has high levels of mercury that that gets, you know, yeah. the, um, get injected into the meat because the salmon are under stress, being in tight confined spaces for extended period of times because they are predatory fish. The food that they get fed is not really conducive to their normal diet, and a lot of that pinkness that comes in the their flesh is actually dyed in their food in any case because they're not getting their natural source yeah. of food all right um and that source of food gives them that higher quality that the wild salmon that is that source gives yeah. them a higher quality omega-3 which means that when you take when you, when you see the flesh it's that dark pink it's a almost it's almost a meaty pink in color so that's what you want to go for when you go to the fishmonger or somewhere and they have salmon if you can see the flesh that's ideally what you want to go for otherwise light light pink once a week is not going to kill you yeah as we said it's all so the role in keeping your body healthy and and obviously sex life healthy but the reason it keeps your sex life healthy apart from the overall general health is that it promotes healthy blood flow blood flow through the body and it mm -hmm. stops the buildup of plaque in your arteries that is a thing that helps the sexual health so uh, very very important um it also keeps your blood flowing well so yeah very important very important for sexual functions all about the blood um, fish is also a great uh, source of protein assuming you're getting the right stuff vitamin b12 uh, zinc uh, iron vitamin d you know so very very important so that that was that one, and then we move on to nuts and seeds. Now you know more about nuts and seeds than I do. Yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily much, much more. I'm than getting there. I'm getting there. So what what do you what do you eat? What in that sort of um, arena? What do you what do you eat? Nuts and walnuts, seeds. walnuts, almonds, cashews, peanuts. Um, I eat, I eat a lot of peanuts most because it's a high a high value um, ready available protein yeah. in there and um, sunflower seeds uh, pumpkin seeds um the little the fine little black ones I can't think of it now the fine little black hemp seeds no not hemp um we have hemp powder have maca powder which is also very good for your libido yeah yeah maca I was going to come to that a little bit later but yeah I mean, it's, it's done out when it comes in, but uh, yeah, it already is done. Sorry, so, <laughs> pay attention to nuts and seeds, very, very important. Yeah. And, you can use, and the great thing is, you can use them as healthy snacks. 
So exactly, and it's and it's and it's a, it's not only is it is it potentially going to boost your libido, but it's also just a healthy form of fat for your body as well. And um, eat, and if you're going to snack on something, have some have some nuts and seeds. Yeah, mix them up a little bit as well because there are allergens, so you don't want to be eating them eating the same type all the time. Try to mix them up from time to time. The next thing um, is apples. Now, Ooh. the reason apples affect your sex life, right, is, you know, the apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, that's, that's nothing to do with it, right? What so about the gynecologist? It's, yeah. It's quercetin. I don't know how to pronounce it. Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N. Quercetin. Quercetin. Um, which is an antioxidant, and it's a type of flavonoid that, you know, may offer a number of health benefits, and one of them is promoting circulation. Oh, okay. okay. So it's very important to have your apple a day. So um, <laughs> I, I don't think I've eaten an apple for a year, so, but I eat loads of other stuff, but, you know. Uh, I eat apples almost every day, one apple yeah. a day. Now, quercetin is very good for treating <coughs> my cough. No, um, erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excuse me. I've never oh, heard oh. that. I've never heard of that word before. Yeah, oh. it's, yeah, it's a part of... Um, is that, what's it called? Pectin, that's in it as well, isn't it? Apples, pectin. Pectin, Pectin yes. is, is the thing. Uh, and it manages the pr symptoms of prostatitis. No, prostatitis. I guess maybe prostates. Prostate. Prostate. Um, and cursing can also, and this is another reason, right, not only promote the circulation, but it can successfully lower blood pressure. You know, and high blood pressure can lead to sexual dysfunction. Yes. Blood vessel damage impairs blood flow to the genitals. Yes. So this is a, another cause of erectile dysfunction. And this is this is often what happens with people who have been drinking too much as well. They yes. don't get this yeah. blood flow going through to the yeah. So in females, high blood pressure can lead to lower libido and less interest in sex, uh, and also fatigue. <coughs> oh. And lower blood, flow, lower blood flow to the vagina can affect how their body responds to sexual activity. So, again, it's, you know, it's about the whole health thing, really. Um, the umbrella. Overall, the sorry? The balance. The, the yeah, umbrella. The yeah. full picture. Mm -hmm. I mean, overall, a diet rich in flavonoids is, it boosts your overall health and keeps your sex life on track. So... So, what else have we got? A um, couple of things. Beets and beetroots. What do you know about those? I never used to like beetroots. I love beetroots as long as it's doused in a bit of vinegar. I never. I used to. I used to really loathe having to eat beetroots when I was younger. It was only in recent years I've I've become more comfortable eating beetroot. Well, they're, they're high, 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 very high, high in antioxidants and vitamins. So, um, and what it does, it builds dietary. Uh, is the, sorry, they're high in dietary nitrates. Now, dietary nitrates expand blood vessels. Again, yeah. So um, we're all going to be popping with exploded blood vessels. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> no, you can have you can have one or two things a day and keep swapping them around and and have a, just a whole healthy diet. So. Um, so again, it, 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 we talk about muscle contraction as well. It affects that. So, because of this, some athletes use nitrates to boost performance. 
Mm. So they eat beets. <laughs> so, uh, and the other thing is, research suggests that dietary nitrates from uh, beetroot juice can help manage blood pressure and it benefits people with um, high blood pressure and hypertension. Okay. All right. So all these things help in the long run. So yeah, it's, like, it's one thing Andrea does. She knows like sometimes when she went to um, cook some beetroots and things like that because she knows if she's missing iron and that's because of headaches and, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. So mm -hmm. she'll go and have some beetroot juice or cook some beetroots. So other foods high in nitrates include spinach, arugula, rocket, which is rocket, uh, cress, lettuce, celery, and radish. So, yeah, so that's good. It's all about the circulation. So, and the last thing I want to talk about, and you'll you'll enjoy this, ladies, and probably gents as well, red wine. I had to come there in the end, okay? Like apples, red wine contain quercetin, which is an antioxidant, as we said, and that helps or boosts blood flow. <coughs> now, let's uh, we'll get in there and, and let's say that um, basically research has also noted that if you have two or more than two drinks of red wine, it negates everything and reverses it. So okay. we're talking about, you know, maybe a glass of wine a day, a large glass maybe, or two small glasses. However, big big cognac glass of wine. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, just be sensible with it. Um, but that's, yeah, I just thought I'd say that. So it's um, red wine in small amounts is linked to higher sexual desire, lubrication and overall sexual function. So you're allowed a small glass of wine every day, which is, you know, rather than just, you know, thinking, oh, I'm going to cut out drinking and, you you know, because you'll go back on it in the end. You might as well have one, one small one a day. That's why I say. So uh, unless, unless it's a big problem, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah. summary, drinking red wine in moderation might increase sexual desire. Function through drinking. Uh, function is affected by drinking to excess. So, so the other things you can other things you can eat, and then we're just finishing up now. So um, red grapes, because they also have uh, resveratrol in them, like like the red wine. Um, celery, pumpkin seeds, as we spoke about. Uh, watermelon, very good. Um, yeah. Asparagus, mm -hmm. bananas. Mm -hmm. They say soy foods. Well, I don't have, I don't, I can't really tell you about soy foods because I don't have, I haven't really had anything to do with them. So, what do you reckon, Warren? Uh, I don't know. If, I think if it's going to be soy foods, then you need to be looking at the purely natural soy foods. You know, like your. Um, What's tofu, 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 yeah, or edamame beans, or something like that. Or oh, right, what's the other one that's similar to tofu? Um, your your natural your natural form of of soy products, but anything that's processed soy, I wouldn't go near that. Too well, anything processed, we shouldn't really be touching anyway, should uh, we? I'm talking about even milk, soy milk, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. not. That, that promotes estrogen growth, mm -hmm. estrogen levels in your body. Well, definitely, definitely don't want that. Yeah, you know, definitely don't want that. And mm -hmm. any, any other soy byproducts, burgers, sausages. Yeah, yeah. once I've, I've I've had doctors in the past tell me, like nutritional doctors, tell me that once once you you process that soy, it becomes like a like a leech on your system. All right. 
and it's, this is this was this what forces your body to to produce more estrogen oh, and right. um, yeah do they, do, they, do they remain is that what you're saying it remains the soy yeah so it's yeah it's kind of because <clears throat> i think it's something to do with the sugar compounds oh, so okay. like when you're eating like a carbohydrate or anything that's got sugar compounds in it <clears throat> It's going to leach on. It's going to leach onto or latch onto certain parts of your body where it's relevant. It needs to be. And certain foods, like this, is for example why the blood group diets, you know, are quite popular, quite successful as well. In that the sugars from certain foods, depending on your blood type, they 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 shouldn't be there. So what they do is they latch onto parts in the in the body, in the digestive tract and so forth, and the organs, and that that creates issues for you in the long term. <clears throat> from what I understood, I'm, I might not be 100% correct on this, but from what I understood, that's kind of what happens with soy. Mm. Once you once you manufacture the soy and it becomes a, a processed product, similar kind of thing, and with, it's relating to estrogen. Okay, so we've only got a couple of things left, and then we're done, really, and that's uh, bell peppers, um, very good for you, uh, truffles. I eat so much of this food all the time, except for truffles and oysters. <laughs> Garlic. Okay. Pine nuts. Oh man, I'm a, I'm in a kidney beans. Although I should be a, I should be a nymphomaniac. Vitamin, vitamin or kidney beans. Um, sweet basil. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, figs. Mm. I've written down here DC. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> figs is also figs is also the the allurement of a fig as well. It's just yeah. Uh, Avocados, as you mentioned earlier. I got, I got a little side story on avocados. Go on in. Yeah. So um, I read here that um, when the Aztecs first discovered the avocado, Aztecs from Central America, <clears throat> many moons ago, they named it Bahokati, meaning testicle, given the shape and the fact that it grows in pairs. Okay. Um, they believed it was such a potent aphrodisiac, virgins were forbidden from leaving their houses while the harvest took yeah. place. <coughs> ah, interesting. Yeah. So it has, it has vitamin B9 and B6, which helps to boost your libido. B complex is, is also, it's, it's, it's key as well. It's essential B complex yeah. vitamin intake mm -hmm. towards your libido in general and health. It's funny. It's funny when, when when older people get to talking about vitamins, the B twelve vitamin comes up all the time. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily to do with libido. Maybe no, 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 no. It's not. It's not. I'm yeah. just saying. <clears throat> it just seems that they just the doctors seem to just concentrate on B twelve and nothing else. So <laughs> no, anyway, um, there is a good reason for it, but I can't think why. Um, so chickpeas, cruciferous, cruciferous vegetables. Cruciferous. Yeah, uh, pomegranate juice, hemp seeds, as we mentioned, uh, chocolate milk. I didn't have time to go into that one, I don't know. Dark chocolate, yes. I don't yeah, chocolate. I would say it's always going to be dark chocolate 70 to 80, 85% proper, you know. Yeah, even better, it's the real rough stuff. But oh, yeah. um, sometimes, sometimes I buy the 90 or 95% cocoa. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, can't, yeah. you can't get it in supermarkets here. So, oh, really, you can get that, you no, can get that. You can get that here. You just have one little square and you're done. You don't need well, it. We, we do have health shops, so I'm, I'm sure they have it in there. Um, okay. The last two is ginseng. Yes. Uh, oh, there was ginkgo biloba I saw written down at one stage. Oh, yeah. Ginkgo biloba, yeah. yeah. And maca. 
which you mentioned earlier. So yeah. all these and things are great for um, your sexual functioning. And spirulina too. I didn't so know. That. I know a lot, a lot of folks these days eat spirulina. Yeah, they take spirulina powder. Yeah. Um, so tofu is, yeah, tofu is, when you say soy, when you say soy products, so tofu definitely, that's definitely going to help. Actually, I went and bought three packs of tofu the other day. <laughs> what? You know what I'm going to do now, don't you? I'm, I'm, I'm going down our local health food shop. <laughs> right now. <laughs> We've got to, the cheeky baskets full, you know, go down. And go walk the street, then go walk the streets tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the prowl, yeah. So, um. Anyway, uh, I hope it's been helpful. Helpful. I mean, you know, and um, we can always do with a little bit of improvement in certain areas. And uh, hopefully, you can find something in this call to uh, to work on. So, um, would you have, like to have the last word, Warren? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Thanks. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, if, even if boosting your libido is not down your alley, and that's if you just take a, take on board what Paul and I were talking about with most of the stuff that we spoke about from the energetic things, you know, the mindfulness, the exercise, the sleep, all of these factors, then the food, the actual material, physical foods, it's all linked to circulation. It's all linked to circulation. So and if you're, and if your circulation's improved in your body, well, why not? Eh? Just if it helps with your sex life and that's, that, you know, could become beneficial to you later at some other point if it isn't now and if it is something that you want to improve then go for it why not <clears throat> if it's going to boost your, your circulation and improve your health in general then you know and if you look and if you look at when you look at couples as well like you know, couples that that are married for 30 40 50 years the ones that are always constantly cheeky and flirty with each other you know they're not necessarily making love anymore but they keep they, they stay curious and flirty and cheeky and mm. that is good for your your blood your your um your blood sugar levels your <clears throat> regulation of blood sugar levels it's good for your blood pressure you know so that's going to help your circulation to improve it's good for you that's all it's all good for your brain and your heart you know you and when you and when you living in an environment like that a relationship like that with somebody even when you eat eating the, the mere act of eating becomes more pleasurable you know than if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're not thinking about that anymore you know you're not thinking about that libido factor anymore you know having that relationship being in that company with somebody just doesn't have the same impact anymore on you and uh so yeah give your libido a chance absolutely so it's either oysters or monopoly Oysters and Twister. Now there's a. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I need some of your exercises to be able to do Twister. But there you go. Anyway, <laughs> we're going. Have a great weekend, everyone, and I hope yes. it's been useful. Please share it if you think so, and like and comment and whatever. And um, we'll. Oh, just to let you know, we're changing next week. Uh, this Friday, the, the Fridays are going, moving to Wednesday. And the Wednesday, uh, successcafe.tv is moving to Monday. We're not sure about the times yet, so keep an keep an eye out. So it won't be it won't be at this time. It will be earlier. There you but, go. Uh, yeah, we'll keep you updated, folks. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere. No, we're not, not going anywhere. It's just the house. business <laughs> business things and and just things change, and we need to change the times. And uh, but. Uh, We've got quite set to doing the four o'clock, but he actually gets in the way of doing things. So, 
So from next week, we'll be changing. So watch out. Have a great weekend. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody.